BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. I am so excited for so many reasons. Okay, guys, joining me today are the men, the the angels, if you will, of Watch What Crappens. Ronnie and Ben. Hey, boys. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. hey. Hi. You guys. Hi, little for... booby lover. Thank you so much for having us. It's so oh good to be back, and I've. I feel very honored because I'm actually broadcasting from within your show art right now. And I'm just, that's my dedication to you right now. You look so stunning next to um, 10 years ago me. Isn't she gorgeous? <laughs> She's so lovely. <laughs> Could be current you. <laughs> I mean, thank you for saying that. Seriously, people are literally always like, that looks nothing like you. I interviewed Bo. On watch, uh, on, on watch what crappens. Yes, this is my show. I'm taking it over. There's a big announcement. I'm stealing yeah, the show from you. That's great work. Um, uh. I had Bo on Taste of Taylor a, a while ago, and um, he was like, Oh, they put somebody's like, he wasn't being a dick, he was genuine. He was like, Oh, I think we're in the wrong studio. That's somebody else's like picture. And I was like, That's me, Bo. And he was like, That How is not you. you. <laughs> Get out. That's the that's end of a friendship. That is one of the rudest. And not not just him, but that's one of the rudest comments I've ever gotten was somebody saying, Ronnie, you look nothing like that anymore. And I was like, how dare you? You don't know how I see myself. My <laughs> identify is looking like I did 15 years ago. So fuck off. OK, Amen. that's that's what Amen. I said. My Gmail, my Gmail uh, thumbnail is like a photo from when I was 30 years old. It was literally 15 years ago, like Ronnie said. And um, it is it is a false advertisement, but I am not ever going to take that thumbnail down. I know the way Dear Media is like, if you ever want to do new artwork for the podcast, I'm like, why? It's the best picture I've ever taken. It looks exactly like me to this very day. They're like, when did you take it? I'm like, 15 years ago. They're like, Taylor, please, God. So, um, but Who it looks cares? so good next We're to voices. You. We're fucking voices. Okay. I'm going to put an image in your head and you can just stick with that. Okay. Just jerk <laughs> off to that. Nobody needs to see my real face. <laughs> I know. To listen when to me did talk about how so like, video friendly i i got into this to not be on video hello yeah yeah i know i know well, we do you're video. Hot. i mean we do no. video every day and now you're i hot. actually have to like 
shave my face more and I have oh. to well, I, I'm allegedly I try to put on cuter shirts but I just wind up wearing ratty t-shirts on video because I can't allegedly. keep up. it's hard you have to like look better yeah. now and I'm like I like the days when I could just be sitting in my underwear I don't sit in my underwear uh because I'm always paranoid there's gonna be a day where we're doing video and we're just talking and I get really into something and I stand up and there I am in my underwear on video for watch what happens and I just can't have that Ben, what kind of underwear do you wear? Because I'm picturing right now. Oh, what do you tidy think? Tidy whities. I'm picturing tidy whities. No, no, I actually do boxer briefs. Ooh, okay, that 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 that's the cousin I to a tidy whities. I wear long, tight boxer briefs, like bicycle shorts that you know, like girls would wear to school in the '90s. Because <laughs> I'm a thighed person. I'm a person of thighs, Same. and so I I don't want to chafe. <laughs> so mm. we're really long, and the only kind that's long enough that I like. I like Mormon long. Like if Mormons <laughs> had boxer briefs, they would be this long. I like them really like down to my knees and they're called like Gingy or something <laughs> from Amazon. So I'd like to give a shout out and just let Gingy know that if they'd like to sponsor us with their $5 uh, Chola shorts, I'm in. Uh, Ronnie, okay. I I, um, I accidentally, I bought some Lululemon boxer briefs, which sounds so bougie, but the thing is that like someone gifted them. to Actually, no, it wasn't someone we, Lululemon was a sponsor for us for a second and they gave us some stuff and like their underwear is actually delicious. And so I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get some more <laughs> Lululemon boxer briefs. And I accidentally got the long ones and they like come out from under my shorts. Sexy. So if you're looking for some nice ones, Ronnie, uh -huh. like definitely look into that as well. I actually got a Costco membership. So <laughs> take it, everybody. Let's, let's all sit in a moment. I'm an adult now. I go to Costco by myself. I don't have to call any family or whatever. So I was in there the other day and I just stocked up on so I got like three different brands. Today I'm wearing Calvin Klein's. <laughs> wow. Oh, nice. Not to brag. Yeah, really nice. So Costco I just heard brand, a little so, Bryn so. voice come out when you said that, by the way, because you said something <laughs> sexy. <Yeah>. So <laughs> okay. nothing gets between me and my Calvin Klein. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Jenna's tongue. I'm so <laughs> sick of it. We have so much to talk about. Okay, first things first. If you guys don't know, you're doing something wrong. They are the genius minds behind Watch What Crappens. It is hands down my favorite podcast. Listen, okay, Thank here's you, the deal. I know a lot of people who have podcasts. So I just want to preface this by saying for all my friends that have podcasts that are going to get real jealous right now. A lot of podcasts are really triggering to me because they kind of like remind me of mine. And so when I listen, I can't even enjoy it. I'm mm. too busy being like, I should have done that. What am I doing wrong? And listen, I still do that when I listen to you guys because you guys are so fucking talented. But you guys do like major, major deep dives on a lots of shows, but predominantly Bravo centric shows. And it is just the most magical escaped podcasting in the world. And when I tell you guys, you are the only podcast I listen to. And when I say I listen pretty much every single day, I am not lying. And I, I love, love the part that. ones and twos. Because when I'm out running my errands, I'm like, oh, tomorrow I'll do part two. You guys, I'm like a fangirl now. Like we've been friends for a long time, but like I'm like a little starstruck. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's such an honor, Taylor. My God. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, we know now, you're say something so you're... mean to us. Yeah, yeah, we can't, can't. deal. We we're not comfortable with compliments, so oh just call me something. old. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't. Picture. Tell me, I need to change my picture. Come on, hurry! <laughs> hurry. <laughs> I can't sit in this. Just some inside baseball questions. 
as a mega fan, um, how do yeah. I get on the list of like, she's not, you know, she's not jazzy. She's Lauren Smagazzi. How do I get on that list at the end of the podcast? <laughs> Patreon, baby. Yeah. Those are our Patreon super sponsors. How do you become a super sponsor? So we have like a, we have just like a tier that's just like, it's just like a high value tier. And so like as a, a token of appreciation for people who are supporting us at that level, we give a big shout out and, um, you know, we are, we have, we have actually a bunch of people who do that. And it's like, it's, yeah. it's kind of amazing. Like we're extremely thankful for them. So we want to make sure they get all the love every episode. Like the way I want to meet the Bay Area betches, betches. There are no words. Yes. Like, and I listen to it every time. Like, I'm like, I like it is now like imprinted in my the recesses of my mind. They're now I'm fangirls of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's so it's so funny because we put the shout outs at the end of the episode. And, um, you know, you could just end the episode. But so nope, many people love listening to them every single time. And it's I, I and then when we do our live shows every now and then oh. we have some of the premium or super premium sponsors in there in the audience. Yes. So if we remember, if we see them, we'll give them like a shout out at the top of the show. We'll be like, guys, it's like can't have a burger without the burg. And then the crowd yeah. always goes nuts. I was like, oh, nuts. my God. They're here. <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it. I love your commercial breaks. Like you guys are so fucking smart. Like your intro, just everything. It really is. It's so fucking premium. Um, but I have to ask you. Have you guys always done like, so I'm going to let you explain to the audience who maybe isn't familiar with your podcast, what you guys do. Cause I don't want to like bastardize it by saying the wrong thing, but like, how, how would you describe it to somebody who doesn't know? Basically we watch the shows and then we kind of re-improvise the shows. So like we tell, we kind of use that them as a kind of a skeleton and then redo them as like a comedy show. So we yeah. make characters out of all the characters and yep. then just kind of retell the show like you're like you're talking about it with a friend or telling them what happened. But, you know, just kind of doing all the characters and stuff like that. And you're basically throwing stinky eggs at a bunch of people on TV. It's yeah, it's just it, it is. Ronnie totally nailed it on the head. And um, it is basically like that vibe of you just watch the show with your best friend and now mm -hmm. you're talking about it sort of the way like my favorite murder is uh or morbid is like hey let's talk about this crazy crime we're kind of like let's talk about this these crazy people and um yeah it's all about just kind of like recapturing what we saw and like sometimes it's just about like joking and sometimes we yep. like whip ourselves up into a tizzy because we're annoyed about something it's just all those feelings the way it's all it's so fucking hilarious i have to say sometimes like if i'm in a like i haven't had a chance to even watch the episode sometimes i'll just listen to you guys and like, it's so spot on, like word for word that I actually feel like I watched the episode, even if I haven't watched the episode, you know what I mean? But I prefer to watch the episode first, you know what I mean? Because then I can like yes, be in all course. the jokes with you guys. But like, it works every single way, I have to say. It's really, it's, oh, it's magical. It's have kind you, of jarring probably because you don't know what's real and what's not real. I mean, those shows really true. are so crazy. If you haven't watched a show, it's like, are they making this up or did oh. they really say that? Because we do make up a lot of stupid stuff. Yes. But that channel really shows so much stupid stuff. So much so like, stuff. Are these people for real? I mean, you've been watching Salt Lake City, right? That's been oh, insane. Honey, That's like a freaking cartoon. I mean, it's, what are they? There's season four. And like, I, it just like every season, I'm like, they're not going to be able to do outdo last season. And then they brought Mary Cosby back <laughs> and they did it. It's, I cannot believe she's it's back. Amazing. Morley, Monica. Morley, it's 
so wrong. But honestly, from an audience standpoint, I'm so happy. She's such a monster. It's like she's so canceled. She's not even cancelable anymore. So bring her back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think they're they're bringing back Teflon people. I think they're bringing back people who have survived cancellation and they're just yeah. like, okay, well, I guess if people are still asking them back for them back on Twitter, we'll just bring them back. Come on back, Vicky. No one cares that you faked <laughs> cancer with your boyfriend and tried to sell <laughs> fake cancer drugs and cancer insurance. You <laughs> fucking monster. Come on back. Cancellation. On. Cancel culture is a myth, by the way. Someone just told me, by the totally. way, that the guy, um, Remember, like a few years ago, the comedian who was like cast on SNL, but then was like fired before he even got to the first. I forget the name, but he's apparently now the number one touring comedian in America. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know this guy's name, but he's like the biggest comedian in the world or something like that yes. now. So it's just like funny. Like at a certain point, it's like, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm giving myself over to the acceptance that like people get reprimanded, people come back, people get reprimanded, people come back. It's a cycle. It is. It is. It's almost like it's almost like a fame rite of passage. Like if you haven't been canceled, are you even famous? <laughs> I know. Honestly, <laughs> I know. It's like Dave Chappelle uh, constantly talked about being cancel culture while he's doing like three sold out shows in a row at the Hollywood Bowl. You know, it's like. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. If debit is your go to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So, okay, well, speaking of Vicky, I have a story for you guys that I know you'll appreciate. So do you guys know Julius? He does like all the hair for all the housewives. Have you ever like met him or heard of him or seen him like in anybody's like, I don't know, social media or anything? No, yes, maybe so. Priscilla no, and Julius? I don't know. No, I would tell me about like, Julius. Is he orange? So Julius and Priscilla are like the dream team. He does hair, she does makeup, and together they well, are. Priscilla, mm -hmm. yeah, we know who that is. We don't know Priscilla, but we, of course, everybody knows who Priscilla is. Yeah. Right, so... And their hands touch all the faces of what happens live. So I met them, obviously, through Stassi. And then when I got my show younger, getting younger, it was like the after show. I, they let me pick hair and makeup. And I was like, Pris I want to be a housewife. Priscilla and Julius, please. So they yes. hired them. So then we worked together weekly. So I'm really close to them. Jules did my hair for mine and Tay's hair for our wedding. So like he's like wow. my boy. I love him. But like I stole his Little Mermaid extensions for my wedding. I also cut them the night of the wedding. So I'm a real piece of shit. But I oh, was no. cleaning out my cleaning out my closet the other day. And I was like, oh, my God, I have the extension still. And they're two years ago. So I was like, oh, my God, Jules, I am a piece of shit. I am so sorry. Because like, they're his extensions. They're actually Melissa Gorga's extensions. But oh, apparently not. Oh, God. That's not something to brag about. OK, pick up. No aim kidding. higher. Go hire the freaking <laughs> Melissa Gorga. All right, still better, dude. Who, yeah. who, wow, you who you would you this... be impressed with if I stole? 
<laughs> I mean, Teresa, Teresa's the head of that one. Um, otherwise, I'm not really sure about not Melissa. Ew. The, the spirit of <laughs> Melissa Gorga was with you at your wedding. I remember actually when you posted something like a joke that you were cast on Real Housewives of New Jersey and I believed it. And I was like, oh my God, wow, I can't believe that. That's amazing. How interesting, you know? And I was like, I didn't know how to deal. I was like, Taylor, you're going to be in the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I went through a whole thing and I wrote like, congratulations to you on your Instagram. And you were like, I remember that. It's a joke, Ben. <laughs> but you know what? Is Cray. And I, I, to, the, to my audience, I'm sorry. They're like, we know this story, Taylor. Yeah, I know, but they don't. Okay, so old friends catching up. So, guys, Tay and I actually did audition for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Wow. I thought so. Because when Ben was telling that story right now, I'm like, but we've talked about you trying out for something about that show. You almost going on that show or something. A long time ago. So, what ended up happening? Tell You didn't tell us both. You told me in New York when we were hanging out uh, after right. a show. Well, so yeah, I've been like told to that it's like, it, I've been told that like it is a, like, you audition, you you stay tight-lipped. And even if you don't get it, you still shut the fuck up about it because if they ever find out that you have even whispered a word that like you were auditioning, you'll never, ever make it. But then Margaret huh. Josephs, who, uh, who was the one that recommended me, was on Taste of Taylor and she was like, who cares? Just fucking mention it. So I was like, okay. And now I tell <laughs> anyone who will listen, solidifying me, never yeah. getting on the show. You know, so, there's other shows. That's what happened. So, that's what sounds like. That's what happened to Laura, her friend Laura. You know, she Laura auditioned, and then Laura, the court, the court reporter, just couldn't make it on. So she just she got exactly. on the show in a different way. I know, right? Oh God, I don't want to be. I don't want to go that route. Is that the route? Is that my journey? Are, are, are those my peers and counterparts? You know, I was just in New Jersey two weeks ago uh, for bar mitzvah. My cousin's uh, super spreader bar mitzvah. Uh, which is great. <laughs> we all got, we all got COVID. Like the whole family, we all went down in oh, flames. That's Everyone's you got okay. COVID. So. But um, it was, but but before the COVID set in, um, what a delight it was because we went the a Friday night, the night before the bar mitzvah, we went out to dinner at a restaurant. It was not Rails, but just <laughs> it was apparently the bar at the right. It was called a, a place called Nero's, I believe. And which I think it's a hilarious thing to it's hilarious to name your restaurant after like a a uh, certifiably maniacal emperor. But um, <laughs> but there was like this whole scene there and it was amazing. I felt like I had stepped into the real housewives of New Jersey. It was just like right. so like the hair, the off the shoulder looks, the makeup. It was amazing. I'm sad <laughs> that you didn't get on the show. Me too. I, like, I mean, listen, but so I have like this pipe dream that like. Well, I didn't get on New Jersey, but I know the casting liked us because we were like, it was supposed to be like an hour and a half interview. It was fucking four hours. Like I was like, they love us. Right. Yeah. So and they always they do keep people in mind. So who fucking knows? But like now I want to really be on New York because like, guys, Jersey, I know it's in New Jersey. I mean, it's fucking in the name of the city I'm in. Like I have to literally say I'm from Jersey City, but like it's I'm 11 (laughs) minutes from Mr. Chow and Tribeca. Doesn't that, like, if if Brooklyn is New York, can't Jersey City also be an extension of? I think I'd fit in I well there. I don't know. I don't know. I think that I'm surprised that they did the Brooklyn thing. I guess they had precedent for that with Alex and Simon. But, yeah, but they dragged um, them New for York, it. I mean, it was like embar- It was like a stain on them as a couple that they lived in disgusting yeah. Brooklyn, you know? I know. I mean, it's totally different now. Everybody's like, oh my God, why aren't you guys playing in Brooklyn instead of New York? Because 
Totally. Someone, so one of our booking agents a long time ago was like, you guys should play in Brooklyn. And I was like, no, no one's going to come see us in Brooklyn. I mean, I'm such yep. a dummy because I used to live in Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn for years. So I was like, no one's going to come out there. And it had changed so much from the time I moved. But yeah, Jersey City, I don't know. Jersey City still gets <laughs> a lot of crap, man. Yeah. And I it's know. not a bad place. It's a cute little place. Look at your place. I mean, it looks like a David E. Kelly set. Your, <laughs> Thank you. Your apartment that you're <laughs> in right now. I want to know why yeah. I can afford it's to live here. Because it's in Jersey, Jersey City. City. Yeah, I mean, Jersey that's the thing. City, if there was no yeah. Real Housewives of New Jersey, you probably could be on Real Housewives of New York. But Ugh. And it's funny because it's so tenuous, you know, like from like the Real Housewives of Atlanta, that geography is is sprawling, apparently. Ugh. And Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you have people in Malibu Ugh. and people in Pasadena. And that is like, that is a huge, that's like 30 miles, you know, and you're just like, yeah. you're just like a, a train ride, a path train ride away. But you know, I would, listen. I would love to have you on Roni. Like, like I would gladly give up. Cy, Aaron, oh. you oh. know, you you go in there and you take over, please. Well, and also, Uba is my legit friend, not just me social climbing. I was friends with her before she was on oh. the the Housewives. So my mom, I was at Soho House, and my mom was like, "That girl's a model," and I was like, "Mom, leave her alone." My mom was like, "You have no friends." You hate your husband. Everybody <laughs> in his family hates you back. Like, you need new friends. And my mom made friends with Uba for me. What a loser I am. But it was Uba. So she was like, Amore, Amore, I'll take care of you forever, my little angel baby. And that's where we became friends. So, like, I, I have a real person. That. Uba, I felt like for, like, the first three quarters of the season, I was, she wasn't really doing it for me. I felt like she was just sort of, like, beautiful. But I was like, what's going on here? But now I'm like, Fully uh-huh. like Team Uba. I'm all about Uba now. Yep. She's Just fucking. Based off the past she's like. Episodes. She's a good person. She sees things how they are, and she's also very vocal about like her feelings on issues. Like she's like, thank God for her in these last two episodes. I mean, oh my God, they've been driving me nuts on the show. Don't even get me started on Aaron. Honestly, like I have to be. I am like so. I have such a visceral reaction to her. Like I have to like take a beat and go like this, Aaron. I don't know you. So I can't, I shouldn't feel this way about you. Aaron reminds me of the number one person I hate the most in this world. So it's <laughs> technically not Aaron's fault, but like she is a fucking replica of this person. And every time, like I had to go to EMDR therapy literally to stop thinking about this person. And now fucking Aaron's on my favorite show. And I'm like totally being re-triggered again. Oh, oh no. my God. Triggers. Is that EMDR therapy, the light blinking thing that they do in your face? You got like, it. They tapped. She tapped on my knees. It's like she better leave the like hell a, uh, my knees alone. State. I'm already knock kneed. I, t- I tap my knees. Tap each other. Get the hell away from my knees. That's triggering. Just give me. Just but, give me some candy. That's the therapy I want. <laughs> just sit me down and give me some candy. Fuck this. <laughs> Bullshit. But you guys yeah, validate me is, so much when it comes to Aaron. Thank you. You have no Aaron idea how much is, you are validating my soul. Aaron's terrible. Aaron is something. Yeah, she is definitely what they say, what they call a pill. Okay. She is really <laughs> is a terrible. I, I saw Brian, <laughs> I think Brian Moylan calls her a pill. Uh, I saw somewhere on Twitter, he's like, this woman is really a pill. And I'm like, you know what? We all just need to retire together because we've all turned into a bunch of 70 year old, like grumpy <laughs> old ladies. But it's true. She is such she is a pill. She's miserable about everything. And then she starts everything. with everybody. And the second anybody says anything to her, she's like, you're mean. Yeah, it's like not in a fun way. You're bullying me. Yeah. When the first episode aired, people, well, people really liked her. It was kind of funny because yeah. she did this thing. She said something. She had some sort of like pithy line. And everyone was like memeing it. 
And everyone's like, oh my God, she is great. I love this new cast. And I remember being iconic. like- Iconic. Yeah, yes. iconic. iconic. And they were very much like, she's cool. <laughs> she's down. Like in the first episode, people thought like, Aaron was gonna be like, maybe the new Bethany. She just has got it. And I remember being like, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. totally feeling it. And then by the second episode, I was like, I really don't like her. I find her to be like very bland. I like I I I call her on the podcast blandly villainous because that's what she is. She's a villain, but bland about it. So it's like not campy yeah. or fun. It's just like <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> old Bethany exactly. is wandering through TJ Maxx throwing used lipstick at, at poor people. Uh, no. <laughs> we don't need a new Bethany. Okay. <laughs> I've had enough with the old Please. Bethany. I don't need a new one. We don't need a replacement. Well, that's in get rid of Aaron and bring me in. Hello. Yeah. Well, I, I will that, stir up shit like you nobody's fit in business. really well there. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by DoorDash. Question. Have you ever been cooking up like a gorgeous breakfast and then you're like, oh, my God, I'm out of syrup or I don't know, a bottle of your favorite coffee creamer. Like on a Monday, you're like, I don't have the best cup of coffee ever. I even made it. And then you're like, I ran out of my creamer story of my life. I don't know what is wrong with my wife, but every time I go to make a piece of toast, which is not that frequently, we're out of friggin raspberry jelly. I'm like, what are you friggin eating it with a spoon? in the shower, like in our bathroom, secretly eating in the middle of the night, it drives me insane. And I know you're like, Taylor, well, why don't you just like walk out and get it? No, I live in Jersey City. It's not like jumping in the car, going to the grocery store. Also, that's annoying as well. Like it's the worst feeling in the world. Well, guess what? Now we don't have to fret because with DoorDash grocery delivery, you heard me, you can get what you want right when you need it. It is a lifesaver. Listen, you've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. It's incredible. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. And you'll get exactly what you ordered or they'll make it right. So you sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them out yourself. As a control freak, Trust me, it's hard for me to delegate and give up responsibility, especially for whatever reason, grocery shopping, but DoorDash, they nail it. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. And if you want even more value, which, duh, hello, I love value, you can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. So what are you waiting for? Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 value when you use code TAYLOR at checkout. Limited time offer. Terms do apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code TAYLOR. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R. Don't forget that's code Taylor for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now back to the podcast. My, like I said, I love your podcast. I love the voices. Have you guys always done voices like since day one or did, was that something that evolved? I have, um, I, I'm a sketch and improv person. So when we started doing this, I was doing like improv and sketch shows and going to groundlings class and putting wigs on every day, you know? So 
that's kind of what I brought to it in the beginning and not the whole time because it was more conversational, I think, in the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. then um, yeah. it kind of morphed like Ben started doing them and being so funny. And so we kind of started trying to outdo each other with that. And that was really fun and funny. And then it just kind of morphed into its own thing once we got used. To, I think once we got used to each other and we both kind of melded our styles together and got everything going, it just kind of took on a mind of its own. But it's kind of been in its current form for like, I would say probably eight years. Yeah, eight ish years. That's about right. Holy shit. But it's still evolving because our episodes are yeah. getting longer and longer. We don't know why that's I happening. It. <laughs> but it just well, it, it went from talking it. way too much to just being completely going on a script that we're writing every night from the show, like a transcript. Right. And then we were like, well, that's too transcripty. We need to be talking more because. You know, especially now, I live in Texas now. I moved here during COVID and got stuck here. And I've been here ever since. I'm not stuck here anymore, but I just liked it. And so right. I don't see my friends anymore. Like Ben is literally, and thank God he's my best friend, but he's the only person I see. So like, like we actually, I need to have a conversation with somebody, you know? And so now we just have, we kind of mix our regular conversations into the show now. So now it's just getting longer. No, it's so longer. fucking. The, you guys have no idea the way I laugh out loud. Like, Taylor will be like, you're listening to Watch What Crappens. I'm like, oh, fucking duh. Um, and I love you guys so much. You, we've been friends for, God, how long have we known each other? About for? like five Jeez. years now, six years. Actually, it might yeah. be, actually, it's probably longer than like six. longer. I, I think, think it's longer. It was around think season two of Summer House, right? Because Steven uh, connected us to together, right? Yes. And what is episode Steven is that? how we all met? Was it Steven? It was Stassi, actually. Was it Stassi or was it, it Steven? Was I don't remember. Both of them, both of them had the told us. Time. Yeah. Both of them had mentioned you. So I don't remember who actually introduced. I think Reached you were fighting out. with Steven when we met you, weren't you? No. Yeah. I don't think. Let's not give Steven credit. I mean, we're cool now, but like still, let's not fucking give Steven credit. Because we, because <laughs> no, you guys, no, it must have been through Stassi because I remember you guys were in town. You came and did my show. And then we were like, we're going to go out for dinner. And we all went out for dinner. And I didn't bring up Steven because I just like, because shockingly in, on that day, I wasn't being a massive shit talker. And I showed up to dinner and you guys were like, oh, this person's coming. This person's coming. And so was Steven McGee. And I was like, no. Oh, and so I funny. told you guys that's we were in a massive regency, right? fight. He was mad at me because of Hannah Burner. He was mad that Hannah was coming in. He was yes. like, Hannah stole my spot. I was like, Hannah is not a gay man. She did not steal your spot. You got fired. <laughs> like, Hannah didn't steal your spot. I will say, though, by the way, just... shame on Summer House but, not having a gay person since Steven. It's it's an atrocity. Like, they, truly. See, Hannah didn't steal his spot. His spot was actually just eliminated by Bravo. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> Well, I think Literally. it's hard on that show, too, because it's so much about hooking up. You know, you can't just have yeah. one gay standing around, like watching everyone else hook up. You know, you need to have multi gays, multiple gays. Bravo right? doesn't do multi gays. Bravo will give one gay. No, the only show they where they've ever had multiple gays who are like full fledged cast members has been Southern Hospitality. And any other show, almost zero like um, yeah. gay gays who are like um full cast members usually they're friends of who come in who sort of like come in usually it's like gay men it's very but now yeah. we have actually two we now we have two lesbians in the bravo world who are housewives you know i, I julia doesn't count for me i don't know okay. why it's the goat of it all okay like you know what <laughs> you i mean like, like julia represents like julia <laughs> but julia is also in a relationship with one of the most iconic lesbians of all time so she has that too fair yes mark <laughs> 
Tina Nana Tonono. Marva Tolova. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you speak of my love like this? I am in love with Martina and God. Oh my God. Yeah. So that dinner with Stephen was the most uncomfortable. Like you guys even said, oh my God, I now know what it feels like to sit through a housewife's dinner because it was that that tense. Well, didn't we tell you like, like, come on, guys. I feel like I did. We, I feel like I was yeah, like, guys, we're come like on, you guys. let's be friends. This isn't not, you, you guys should be friends. And this is silly. Yeah. Life is too short. We're all idiots who love Bravo. Yeah. And then you guys yeah. became yeah. friends again. Not that night. I'm not taking credit for it, but I'm glad that you did. No, no, no. You definitely played a major hand in it. So we became good again. But speaking of which, so I recently met. <laughs> I'm so excited I get to tell the story with the two of you. So, oh, right. Holy fuck. So back to Julius, Priscilla. Yes, and Julius. Julius yes. Watch what crap, or watch what happens. Um, so I was like, I'll send you the hair extensions back. So he goes, okay, totally cool. Here's my address. So then like three days later, he texts me at like 930 in the morning. I thought he was gonna be like, bitch, where are my hair extensions? <laughs> and he was like, I think I have to read it verbatim, okay? Because I feel okay. like you need to like you need to experience what I was experiencing because I was like, what in the fuck is going on? And I know you guys have similar stories because I just feel like once you're in the Bravo sphere, and the thing with you guys is, even though you guys like, you know, you really do come for the shows. I do have to say, when I watch the shows, I actually get like my blood pressure goes high and I get actually angry. And when I mm. recap it, I'm like, I have like venom. When you guys do it, you have a way of like giving people the shit they deserve, but it's so funny. And you're like, everybody is fair game. Like every, no one is going to escape without getting a little bit dragged, but like with so much humor from you guys. And so you guys always like help me to calm down and be like, it's not that serious. It's just fucking funny. You know what I mean? So thank you for that. Oh, I appreciate it. That. Well, that's good because sometimes I have to remind myself like, Ronnie, this is fun. You do this for fun. <laughs> you watch these shows for fun. Yesterday we did Orange County after doing a really long Salt Lake City recap. And I was so out of it. I was falling asleep. I don't know what the hell was wrong with me, but I just ended up being like, fuck her, fuck her, <laughs> fuck this show, fuck Bravo. You know, I get like a baby at the end of the night just crying, like, I hate everybody. <laughs> and I literally had to get off the mic and be like, this is supposed to be fun and nobody needs to hear you vomiting your negativity. No, even when you're angry, I promise you're like, you're even when you guys are angry and I know you get angry because I can feel it in your soul. You still have an element (laughs) of making it so silly and fun. Because like I kind of lose perspective at times. So I bet you guys have met people from Bravo because like a lot of people listen. Bravo celebrities listen to you guys a lot. The cool ones can handle listening to you guys. The the fucking little bitch babies. They they can't handle it. They have trouble. Yeah, totally. So, but I feel like we all live in this like weird Bravo universe. And sometimes you're like, how am I like interacting with this person via DM or whatever? Mm-hmm. So Jules texts me 930 on a Wednesday. Hi, babe. You here in the city with Tamara, Vicky and Shannon. And they want to meet you. Like, oh. shut the fuck they up. They want so, to meet you. So I'm like, what could this be about? So. He was like, coming to the city. We'll jump into FaceTime. I was like, yeah, I'll call you an hour. He's like, you know what? Just come to watch what happens live tonight because they're here as the Trace Amigas. This is right before they went on to watch what happens live. 
So I went there like with no idea why I was walking in. But as I was on my way to go there, they said six. I get a ticks. I, I get a ticks. I get a text mm-hmm. from, you know, when your phone guesses who the number is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, so my so. phone goes, maybe Vicky Gumvelson. And I'm wow. like, ah, oh. what the I love that Vicky Gumbelson has badgered so many fucking people's phones that iPhones know who she is. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God. So basically just out of the movie, he's like, hi, Taylor, it's Vicky. Um, and she said, um, can you come at 630 instead of six? But I'm like, why is she texting me? Whatever. So I get there and they are doing, they did like two live shows. And I guess because I'm on tour with Stassi, people consider me like an expert. Well, they are sorely mistaken, but sure. Whatever will get me backstage while the happens live. So they were just picking my brain about tour life and what it was like. And, you know, just like general, like whatever inside baseball of like touring and shit. And at the end, like, so Vicky was so nice. You guys, I was shook. Um, uh, oh. I was intimidated by Tamara, if I'm being honest. And then Shannon was a little, you know, she was Shannony, but by Shannon. the end I had like, you know, me won her over and she was like, give me your phone number. So like she then texted, like, it was great to meet you. So now I have Vicky and Shannon's number, whatever. Great. The point of this story though is fucking what? 48 hours later, Shannon gets a DUI, as we all know, and she oh, hit a recent? house. You guys know this, right? So okay, she, she has not texted me. <laughs> Yeah, so she texted me from jail. No, I'm joking. But like, oh. but like, help, I, help could you give me my representation? Hi. Well, I only clipped that house, Taylor. I don't uh, know why they're after me. I don't, I don't understand, Taylor. Um, hi, it was so lovely to meet you. You don't mind if I say that you were driving my car, do you? Okay, just text me back. <laughs> but honestly, I'm so disgustingly thirsty, I would. I'd be like, sure, Shannon, I'll fly out there. I'll take the fall for you. Um, but I, I realized, oh my God, I am a Bravo cooler and my powers are getting rapidly strong. You guys, every person I come in contact to, if you are on Bravo and you give me your phone number, you are in trouble. <laughs> Run you away are- from me. It's really, we have that. Steven? Like the Bravo ring. Yeah, we have that in common. <laughs> You know that, right? Everybody we met, Please. we've met on Bravo and have like become friendly with has gotten canceled. Yeah. Every one of them. I can't there's think Stassi, of one. There's Steven. There's Leon um, Lockin. Leon Lockin. Kelly Dodd. Catherine. <laughs> uh, what's her face? Southern Charm. Catherine from Southern Charm. Oh my God. Let's um, see. Like, there's yeah, another one. Hannah. Like, there's Add more. Hannah to mine. Hannah's my friend, and then she got fired for Hannah? literally not taking out the trash. So but Hannah's stupid. Hannah's doing really well right now. But, like, for a moment She's there. She's thriving now. Yeah. Hannah yes. is thriving. But, like, for a moment there, she was also, like, she was Bravo canceled. Um, she was Bravo canceled. Yeah, like, Bravo Uber, canceled. Not canceled in real life, Sandoval. but, like, fired. Uh, <laughs> Leah Black. I'm still friends with Leah Black from Miami, the original Miami. <laughs> I love her. She got canceled. Yep. I'm not. She didn't get canceled, but the show got canceled uh, right. soon after we met her. Who else? Yeah, it's Jeff crazy. Lewis. Jeff Lewis's show got canceled right after <gasps> we met him. Um, who else? Yeah. Right? I feel like there Wait. was. I feel like there was another really big one. We talked about Kelly Dot. Just there's so many. There's so many. Like every time there's like a photo of like of us with like Bravo celebrities, it's like oh we're gonna have to like <laughs> they get canceled. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the Shaws of Sunset. Right, we met MJ right. and Nima. They got canceled. Yep. 
Yep. I mean, yep. it's crazy. I always, <laughs> I always feel like people are like someone at Bravo. It's like Andy Cohen up there with an anvil, just like waiting for us to walk under. And he just has a shitty aim. So he just keeps dropping it and he has bad timing and it gets the people right behind us. Yep. And he just keeps trying, but you can't get us, bitch. Can't, can't do it. You know, Jenny Poulos also, by the way, we, we met Jenny. So we also, we, I think we destroyed Jeff and Jenny. Yeah, that okay, whole crew. That makes you Gage, feel so much better. That was Gage, Jeff, Jenny. It was all of those guys. That's Let's crazy. see. Yeah. Jackie Goldschneider came onto the crappies. Now she's a friend of on New Jersey. Yeah. Exactly. Came, so here's Luke my question. Came on the crappies. Now he's not on Firehouse. I'm telling you. We should <laughs> so, not be even taught. We should cut this from the show because nobody's going to come on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But so here's the question is, is it all of us, right? Like we are like bad luck charms to Bravo celebrities or... Is it that it is almost impossible to be on a network like Bravo and not get yourself in major trouble at some point or another? Like, is that yeah. I was thinking about it because, you know, of course, I'm a narcissist. So it's like if I were if I were on, you know, Real Houses of New Jersey or Roni, would I inevitably like if I'm a cooler for other people, would I inevitably like self-employed? Yes, like it's scary. I I totally 100%. I think like attracts like. So people mm -hmm. that we like on Bravo and that reach out to us are smart asses. They're like the yeah. Mar uh -huh. Margaret Joseph, like that type of person. Margaret like Joseph, Lisa Lisa type. You know, they're, yeah, they're smart assy. They usually have kind of a sense of humor about themselves. They like that like biting sense of humor. And so we all kind of naturally become friends. But that's also the kind of personality that gets in trouble because you're yep. speaking your mind and you're saying shit that's <laughs> offensive and then people get all cry wah, wah, and then you're done you're over pack it up get out <laughs> sometimes it's deserved sometimes it's deserved but i agree with ronnie i think it's just that smart yeah. ass personality it, it the sword the double-edged sword would you guys ever doing the job that you do and like analyzing reality tv the way that you do would you ever go on a reality tv show I, I would have trouble being a cast member just because I'm very self-conscious of um, I'm self-conscious about my appearance, honestly. And I would I really don't I feel think I would be able too. to survive the wrath of the Internet. Like, I really I feel like I would get it from all ends. And I also feel like I would not be very good. on. I feel like I would think I'd be like really winning. And I think I would be an asshole and then people would hate me. <laughs> and I just think I don't have the mental stamina for it, unfortunately. I don't have a life <laughs> like I literally like, what are they going to follow me, follow me around to home goods? Like, like I don't <laughs> do anything. I cuddle with my, if I'm not working, twerking or jerking, I'm asleep. Okay. That's it. I will say they would have nothing to shoot. I've had a reality <laughs> show. True. I have For both had, of you. I've had just like, there's a taste of Taylor. I've had taste of reality TV in the sense that um, not as catchy. No, offense. no it's not. It doesn't <laughs> uh, have not really catchy. But um, like many years, like maybe I knew that, a headshot like, from 10 years ago to make that fly. Okay? <laughs> so in 2010, like around, back in like the, the 2000s, um, Big Brother, they before every season, they would have a media day. And what they would do is to promote the show, they would invite members of the media to go into the Big Brother house at like eight in the morning. And they'd spend all day until like 830 at night that all spent all day in the Big Brother house playing like one day of Big Brother. And, you know, like all the head of household competitions, the voting, the veto, all that stuff. And um, at the end of the day, you vote someone out and uh, they film it and they actually package it. They, they give everyone a little DVD and it looks like a full episode of Big Brother. So I got to do it twice um, because 
my fr- like I think this was maybe because I was blogging or I think maybe my friend was working at a publication said, why don't you write something for the publication for this? So I got to go in twice. The first year I went in and I was like, I was really kind of like tight lipped. I was like, I, don't, I can't like let anyone know my strategy and I don't want to make it. I don't want to like get on people's radars. And then when I got the DVD, I was like, not on it. I was on for like one confessional. And so then the next year I was like, wait, I want to be on this show more. And I was so much more extra and I didn't care. And I was so much bigger <laughs> and I was all over the DVD. I was everywhere. And everyone was like, what about Ben? Da, 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 da. And it was like a drug. And I was like, oh my God, I understand why people become monsters on reality TV because you yes. do get addicted. You get addicted to that rush of being like in the center of the show, you know? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm scared because I actually think that anytime I've been around a reality TV camera and it's different because I'm on, I'm with other people who are on shows. I'm not a castmate. So why would I like insert myself? It makes me feel uncomfortable, but I literally run in the corner like Blair Witch Project and I just like shake back and forth. I'm a freak around a camera, like a reality TV camera. And then like there was one time we were with Steven in Summer House and remember uh, Ahmed, remember him? Oh my God. Summer House. Season two. Not until you, not until you said his name. Is his name Ahmed? And so, yeah. So he was like being a creep and we were so far from the cameras. I'm shocked they caught it, but he was like, Hey, like, what are you two lesbians doing? And I was like, yeah, well, not lesbians. He was like, what are you two doing? And I was like, uh, yeah, not interested. I'm a lesbian. And she's like a lesbian, lesbian. Like, that's what I said. Again, didn't know I was a camera. And then Tay looked at him and he was like, Oh, that works for me. Like a total creep. And then Tay was like, you look like a lesbian with a beard. And I was like, we are not made for reality television. <laughs> like, I feel like that, that, like, even though we're lesbians, you can't say lesbian with a beard. And then also it was just so bad. And I was like, oh my God, I don't think I'd be good. Plus I also have a, like a crazy blinking thing for real. So I would be like the blinking housewife. Can you imagine the memes? That would be good. That's the selling point, the blinking housewife. I mean, we do have lots of blinking housewives as it is, by the way. I've never noticed. No, no, no. You have Teresa slow blinking. This is more of like a rapid, twitchy blink. Blink, 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 blink. Teresa, when she's thinking or lying, how she just starts immediately. Taylor, you're trying to get on to Roni. You're not supposed. This is not supposed to be on public record, okay? I just want you guys to like. I want to face my fears. I want to face my fears because I feel like that's the only way to survive as a housewife is to. Come in like Monica on Salt Lake City just came in. She was like, uh, I fucked my brother-in-law. And I was like, whoa, I like her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if that was a secret all season and it came out, we'd be like, she's a monster. But because she right. owned it, do you guys agree with that? Is that like I the agree. like Housewife 101? That's the uh that's her. the old Margaret Joseph school of housewivery right there, because yep. that's what she did on Jersey. She came right out. She's like, oh, yeah, you know what? I fucked my plumber. So that's it. I was married to this guy. Didn't like him anymore. Yeah. Fucked the plumber. Broke up my family. It was terrible. But you know what? I've got Joe now. And I get to tell him what to wear. That's it. <laughs> Makes me iced coffee. We're redoing a house. That's, I haven't paid for it. I'm also getting sued. Anything else? <laughs> Put on your seafoam polo shirt, Joe. Okay. Hey, do you know anything about Lindsay and Carl, by the way? Since you're talking so much about your, like, summer house. Like, do you have, do you have any inside information? Or no? I really don't have inside tea. Aside from just, like, having met them. And I think that they're both dingleberries. So like, mm. you know, dingleberries, dingleberry about. Like, I don't know what else to say. I just feel, I feel as a human, really bad for Lindsay. No matter what I think of Lindsay, that mm-hmm. is an awful situation to be in. But like, also, pff, like, it's Carl. You know what I mean? Like, to be expected. I think, 
I'm but not also, surprised, but I Lindsay. have compassion. <laughs> It's also it's Lindsay. Also I mean, that's Lindsay. the thing. Cause you can't, yeah. I see a lot of people being like, well, Carl, well, of course, Carl's, you know, Carl's Carl. I never bought his whole, <laughs> I'm different now. No. Oh. I mean, come on. <laughs> but Lindsay's also crazy Lindsay. Like we all know Lindsay crazy. No, nobody, nobody yeah. doubts it. So I'm really interested to see exactly what happened. I don't like that they're spoiled so much already, but it can't just be as cut and dry as Carl came in and said, I'm not into this anymore. Like, I need to see the craziness that ensued. So Craig said, Paige's Craig, for Southern Charm Craig, he said in an interview that when we see the season of Summer House, it'll make a lot more sense. Like how, mm. how and why things went down the way that they did. And I believe well, it. Meaning that, meaning that Lindsay sucks because he's on team Probably. page and they're always going to say that, you know, they, they said that last year, something like, Oh, all this stuff with Danielle, this is, you're going to really see where Danielle's coming from by the end of the season. And Lindsay's going to look like an idiot. They said something around that. And then it didn't I happen. Guess. Of course, Lindsay was like the hero of the season. So Craig's a very unreliable narrator, you know, which is <laughs> yeah. God bless him. That's what makes him Craig. But yeah, I'm not believing it till I see it. I don't need your Bravo spin kids. Get off my lawn. <laughs> what are your favorite voices to do when it comes to recaps? And what are the ones that you like literally fucking dread? And I know it depends. Like when Ben has COVID, of course, he can't do certain, you know, like ranges. And I understand that, you know, that's <laughs> this is just COVID life. But like, what are the ones that you're like, I am so excited to get to deliver this line. And then what are ones that are like, oh, God, I cannot fucking believe I have to do this voice right now. Well, I really like because the voices are everything of the current of the current employed housewives. Because you know, really, my bread and butter I felt like was Ramona and Luann. And, and uh, but of the current ones, I um, I do really enjoy doing Margaret Josephs. Uh, I love doing Meredith Marks. Um, I have I'm really bad at like Vicky Gunvalson. I cannot do Vicky. Um, my Tamra is just my is just my version of Ronnie's Tamra. So it's like a weird distorted t- like a distorted. It's like a it's my like a copy of a copy Cartman from South Park. At yeah, this point. exactly. Like, I don't it's even... like a copy of a copy of a copy. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones that I really love doing. I can't think of any like those are ones that like oh Shannon Bedore. I like I will Shannon Bedore is one of my top three favorite voices to do, and I just do it when I walk around the house. I'll be like I'll open up the fridge, I'm like ah, well. I guess I didn't go shopping today. That's fine. I'm happy. Do I want more food in my fridge? No. No. I'm, no. I, this is how much I want. I'm happy. Ah. <laughs> it's hard to pick. I mean, I like all the ones that Ben just said. I always do like a stupid Lisa Vanderpump uh, voice yes, all the you do time. Love it. You or, always do it. Uh, no matter what. Dorit. No matter what franchise you're breaking down that week. You yeah, always do like, like, it. Like, is like legendary. <laughs> Dorit, I don't do anything like Dorit. I just do it like Mrs. Doubtfire, kind of, because her accent's so stupid. <laughs> She's like such Wait, a I'm faker. I'm forgetting it. Do it. Kiki! <laughs> What's he even talking about? Oh, like, just try to change, <laughs> change the accent every five minutes. Dorit is one of the funniest ones I feel like we do together in the sense that, like, normally, I feel like we try to kind of, like, meet each other with the accents. We, like, if Ron, sometimes, like, I feel like one of us kind of has, like, the accent that's really in their strong house. Like a lot of times, like if Ronnie has like a really good voice, uh, like Tamara, I will sort of just like try to like match his Tamara. But I know like Tamara's really Ronnie's thing. You know, like he's so good at it. But with Dorit, it's funny because we do our Dorit's sound a hundred percent different, and they're like totally different. But we just do them anyway, and it just it's just bizarre. Ben's but, is really accurate. He can really do an accurate PK. I try to do the PK. I try to do. I get the well. I don't know if I'd say it's accurate, but it's more. I think it is. I think it sounds just like. Gee, her. I thought, gee, this is a good thing to do. 
but then yours is like that and it's like it's hilarious you're giving me booing <laughs> looking at you and i'm hearing booing that's what i'm hearing so fucking dirty. Uh, I'm actually um, for that one. Um, I'm really actually to be honest. I'm really glad that the old New York is put to bed. We did a we did a, a classic New York recap to end our tour at Foxwoods Casino this year. Yeah, my head almost popped off my body. I was like, I can't listen to it. Like both of us at the same time, just Bethany over and over again. Nah, 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 nah. And we'll do Bethany. like a two saw. Don't even start, please. I did not. I'm not doing it as a cue line. Okay, I can't. <laughs> my good. head. I had to grab my head in the show. Like my head literally is gonna <laughs> pop off my head. It's, I'm gonna have a stroke on the stage from listening to these crazy people going on and on. Oh. It was the. Please say it's not about Tom. Please. Oh no. Please say it's not about Tom. It's about Tom. It's about Tom. I I'm only miss Ramona on the show because I miss you guys doing Ramona. It's you know my what? favorite. She's never going to leave. She's always going to be part of the show in some way. Okay? That. What's Ramona's in your heart? Ramona's in your heart. That. You know what? Don't even worry, Taylor Strecker. Because you know what? <laughs> Guess what? Real Housewives of New York, basically coming back this December when they do Real Housewives of New York Legacy Ultimate Girl Trip. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> So good. Wait, you guys. And also, I was very slow burned to get to Below Deck, but I am here. And I, of course, you know, you guys have been covering Below Deck Australia. And I was in an Uber from Stassi and Bose with Tay to LAX. And I was listening to Below Deck. I was so hungover. I was like, very not okay. And I was also gonna have explosive <laughs> diarrhea on a fucking cross country flight. Like I was very deeply unwell. And you guys... Did Asia and I nearly? I have literally, I don't know what it was. I was just like not expecting, which is crazy because I know the voices you do. And it's like, how would I not anticipate that Asia would be the grace to give her? Because her voice is already insane. But like, I have never laughed that hard at anything in my life. Tay like thought I actually had shat myself in the Uber. The Asia voice is the only time in 12 years where I felt like Rami was going to just end the podcast or was going to just break up with me because the amount of times I started doing it and after either like sometimes it's just on the show, but after it's like, Ben, you cannot do that into the microphone. <laughs> and I'm like, Please. I'm like, I got so caught up. I don't realize I'm going like this. I'm going, there was, there was one recently like where I did it. Like oh, I even pulled back. Oh, I haven't pulled back now. And Ronnie's like, Ben. You can't you, you reach your time limit with that voice. Like, you. Recently, you were like, Ben, you said st- you're like, stop. You're like, stop. You're like, you have, you ever you have get 15 that, ben? seconds. Like that just pounding. It's not even a headache. I don't even know how to explain it. But when we're both doing something at the same time, just going on and on with one of these stupid voices, doesn't don't you feel like you're about to have a stroke? You've um, never that's how I feel like I'm actually really no, in the man. pocket with when I'm like stroke adjacent. I get dizzy and, like, and I'm like, I'm having a stroke. No, <laughs> like I would get dizzy. What was the voice that would get me dizzy? There was one I'm like, voice I smell, that... I smell burnt toast. I'm stroking There was one voice that I almost passed out doing. What was it? It was, it was. Are you sure it wasn't Asia? It wasn't Asia. It was, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> the had to do a quiet version of Asia like that. <laughs> because it used to just like, <laughs> I had to like bring it down to this level. All right. We're not on a stadium stage. We're on a karaoke stage. All right. Karaoke room. You're in a room with your friends. Wonderful. There's, there was some voice 
where I was doing. I think I'm believe it or not, I'm actually at a standing desk, but I always sit at it. But when I was more uh into the standing part, I remember doing it and I literally had to sit down. I was like, I am seeing stars because I'm it was like so much <laughs> air was coming out of me. I wish I could remember what voice it was, but it was what you do, you're doing literally the Lord's work. I love it so much. Thank you for keeping me company you. when I'm just like a loser pushing my fucking grocery cart around Jersey City. Okay. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you gotta I love you. Come back You're to not LA. a loser. Come hang out here in LA. You can stay in my place. Oh, I know. I I'm 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 gonna get out there to see my godchild, Messer Clark, very soon. Oh, are you Messer the godmother, Clark. really? Wow. Tay and I, love I are it. both the godparents. How cute. Isn't that sweet? I'm actually a godfather as well, which is that's strange. Really? I feel like it's very <laughs> progressive to make the gays the godparents. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's the best of all worlds. I think it's um, quite presumptuous, actually. I'm like, you are not touching my money. <laughs> I have stayed single and I have stayed child free. And you are not going to force me to buy your kids shit throughout their lives. Because that's what godfathers have to do. I have two things that I need for you guys before I let you go. Okay. Okay. So the first thing is I want to play a game. Okay, I'm going to play, but I'm going to fucking be out in two seconds. Okay. So I was in the Hamptons with, do you know Girl With No Job? She's one of my closest friends. Uh-huh. I was with Claudia Oshry, Girl With No Job, and Brian Kelly, who, if you guys don't know, I have to introduce you to both of them. They're fabulous. But Brian is the points guy, okay? And they oh, yeah. fucking love Bravo. Oh, my God. Yeah. I said the points guy was... <laughs> I literally misread something, and I literally on the podcast said that the, that Brian and Lexi of Margaret Joseph yeah. were having it like there was gossip that they were romantically involved. And then everyone was like, Ben, I'm dead. he's gay. He's very gay. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally just like someone sent me like something saying that they, the, I, I misread it. And I was like, this is why I don't bring hot gossip to the show because I am now creating <laughs> scandal. That's blatantly false. So um, we were in a hot tub in the Hamptons as one does. And they were like, Brian's like, okay. Cause they love the housewives. Let's play the housewives tagline, not even tagline, but epic iconic um, housewife lines game. So we had to all go around the hot tub and say something like gone with the wind. Fabulous type of a shit. Mm-hmm. I go back and forth. And if you couldn't think of one, you drop out. I don't, I feel like you would be on for another hour if we play it legitimately. Do you think that either one of you would ever run out? I don't think you would. I might because my memory is so I'm bad. bad with memory. I'm yeah, really be bad. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah. Anytime I bust out into song on the podcast, I can do one lyric and then I always forget the rest. And like, I cannot remember things. It's okay. Like, so okay. do yeah. we have to, are they like supposed to like have something to do with the line before them? Or just nope. random. It's quotes. just like it's just keep keep it keep it going. Just it has to be like a well known housewife. You know what? What would you even call it? It's not a tagline. It's like a housewife ism. Right. Okay. I can't. Okay, I think we do it. I think we do it like a few rounds. I don't know. We'll see how long okay. it can last. Okay. Um, I'll start. Okay. Okay. Because I'm the worst. Okay. Um, I'm worldwide, bitch. People call me over the top, but lately I prefer being a bottom. You better back it up. You better back it up, bitch. I'm going to use one I gave before. I'm gone with the wind, fabulous. <laughs> I might not be smart, but at least I'm pretty. You're such a fucking liar, Camille. Oh, no. <laughs> Bloop. <laughs> um, that counts. Does it count? That counts, yeah. And now we said it. And now we said it. <laughs> Own it. Own it, baby. <laughs> Just own it. <laughs> own it, baby. 
Take a Xanax. <laughs> he will never emotionally fulfill you. Know that. It's just a little British humor, darling. I'm out. <laughs> I got nothing. I didn't know if the screen froze or if you quit the game. You literally froze. I quit the game. Oh, okay. He got his dick sucked at the roundup, and I know the guys who did it. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you. That's oh. Oh my um, god! How fun is that? <laughs> real old, real housewives of Miami one. No, Taylor already. Taylor quit. But you see, okay, that's how we over. are. Okay. We can't just let you lose. We have to keep shoveling, shoveling dirt onto your grave. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do that. Okay, well, well, and scene, and that's scene. the kind of winners oh, we are. By Taylor. the way, okay. and scene is a. You could say that's now a quote housewives. from now from Candy Burris <laughs> now. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that's this season, Atlanta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Keep it going, Ronnie. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> no, gonna torture I'm out. Could you just one last favor? Could you just do if I was a housewife, what my housewife voice would be that you would use? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm Taylor Strecker. I'm Taylor Strecker. Oh, my God. We have to talk about this. Wait a second. Hold on. I forgot I was going to say. Hold on. All right. doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I was having a cracker today. <laughs> oh, my God. I just remember what it was. I just remember what it was. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> Parents. I love parrots. Okay, what were you going to say? <laughs> Bravo. Oh, the accuracy for me. And I kind of sound like Lisa Barlow, which is such a vibe. Yeah, yeah you're going to have kind of a Lisa Barlow vibe. Yes. Just be like, you know what? When I was in the Hamptons and I met, I was with Julia Roberts. You guys know who Julia Roberts is, right? I'm not social vibing. I'm just saying that you should have seen what she did to that escargot. Insane right now. I forgot what I was talking about. What were we talking about right now? I was in, I was in Berlin. I was in Berlin with uh, Stasi, and we actually went to the Stasi Museum, but it's a whole different kind of Stasi. You know Stasi. You know that Stasi, right? Why would you ask for that? Doesn't that, don't you hate that? I can't believe we haven't been punched yet, honestly. <laughs> Oh, I'm so obsessed with you guys. Make sure, please listen to Watch Your Crappens if you don't. It is so fucking fabulous. New episodes out every day, basically. <laughs> Multiple times out? a day. At this uh, Seriously, every day. is that for real? <laughs> like literally every day. Yeah. Like, timing varies, but we have episodes every day of the week. Yeah. We'll be so good. Yeah, seven or eight a week. And um, we do a live one now on Instagram live at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. It's super fun. It's like our Bravo gossip show. We'd love to have you come talk to us on that if you'd ever like to. That would be so fun. Um, I will do whatever you guys want. Yes. So, like, you know, I love you, but I'm also like such a fangirl. Um, and then also you guys have a Patreon. Plug everything. Just take yeah. the Patreon. stage, my lovers. Slash watch for crap. And so we do videos also with every podcast. Yes. So if you want to watch the videos, you go to patreon.com slash watch for crappens and you get early access to those. We do bonus episodes. There's a Discord. Um, the Patreon community is really awesome for us with crappens. So there's that. And like Ronnie said, we have our Instagram shows. You can follow us at watch for crappens. Ronnie's at Ronnie Karam. I'm at Ben Mandelker. If you don't know how to spell our names, just go to our website, watchforcrappens.com. <laughs> and then... And then also, you guys are like, you are on TikTok and you are on Instagram, oh, yeah. like all the things. All so, the yes. TikTok, the gram. Oh, yeah. I make little, little sketches by myself when I'm bored. Yeah. So I come watch those. I'm like, I've got a cooking my Instagram. I've got a cooking Substack. Ronnie's got yes. a TikTok. You guys do it all. I'm obsessed. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much love for coming you, on the Taylor. podcast. I've missed you. Thanks, Taylor. You guys, that's it for us. Have a great rest of your week. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. And do not forget, rate, review, and subscribe. It means the world. Bye, girl. Bye.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.